Hello and welcome to the Summer of Jordan podcast, episode number eight. Uh, this podcast is a weekly podcast hosted by yours truly, Danny Lanigan, um, with the guest every week, Jordan Robles, the face of wiffle ball. And it's called the Summer of Jordan podcast because this is the Summer of Jordan. We recap his um, trials and tribulations in the world of wiffle week by week in the summer of 2022. Joining us now is the star of the show, Jordan Robles. Jordan, how are you? Uh, pretty good. I don't. You know, I'm pretty doing pretty well. It's pretty warm. Um, I, I don't like complaining about the heat because I like to complain about the cold. Can't complain about everything. Um, feel pretty good. Had a nice little tournament this weekend. We had a little battle. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good now. Like I was in pretty rough shape Sunday through Wednesday. Like uh, Monday, Monday Tuesday was pretty awful. You know, just feeling like you got hit by a, a bus or an eighteen wheeler. You know, but uh, I can move my arm now. I feel my shoulder now. I feel like, you know, give me the ball. I can throw Saturday fine, no problem. Nice. And before we get into that, I'm sure you're feeling a little better because on our last show, um. We talked about a couple of things that you were looking forward to, um, well, hoping for, I should say, and one of them was a bag of popcorn or a box of peanuts. I forget which one in exchange for one Joey Gallo. And Joey Gallo has since had a very intimate um, column, an interview um, that followed up shortly thereafter with his trade away from the New York Yankees. And he was one of many moves, the Yankees, your, your New York Yankees, um, the second best team in New York City. Um, didn't make so how are you feeling about joey gallo the box of peanuts or popcorn whichever yeah one? so um i'm pretty sure the dodgers requested that bag of popcorn and uh one new york city pie of pizza you know new york city's got one of the best not one of the best pizza in the universe you know i would know that pizza fishing out on myself so um the dodgers really made out with the deal they got great pizza um we got to get rid of joey gallo and uh you know can't complain. I think it was a good deal. Everybody wins. I'm glad he's gone. Um, and I'm glad people get to eat pizza. Me as well. I had some pizza last night. A little buffalo, a little margarita from uh, Jimmy Max here in West William, Staten Island. Um, yep. So jo- Joey Gallo's gone, uh, as is Jordan Montgomery. In is uh, in Chafe. What's the guy's name from Oakland? The starter, uh, Ben Intendi. And um, yeah, ben you guys Tendi got pretty much box. everything you needed, but. How are you feeling about the Yankees moves in general? Uh, I mean, I'm happy that uh, we got rid of Gallo. Uh, I would have loved to get Scherzer and DeGrom, but, you know, you can't have everything in life. So, well, it is what it is. You know, like, had a – I forget what day it was. Monday this week when um they got roughed up pretty bad. Donaldson hit a home run, but haven't been playing well lately. So They have not. Um, and you do get Scherzer and DeGrom. You just came – you get Scherzer and DeGrom in a different way. You had a little taste of Scherzer a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Hopefully a couple weeks from now, as the greatest pitcher in baseball is now back active, pitching for the Mets. Hopefully yes. for the rest of the season, health, um, and he's healthy. Um, yeah. You'll get a little taste. It's just a different taste than you want. My Mets, they didn't do too much. Um, you know, I, I don't know how you don't improve the bullpen uh, more than you did. You have Gibbons from Chicago. Um no lefty. Everybody's up in arms. But, hey, we've been in first place all season with this team. We just got the ground back. I'm trying not to overreact, but I did definitely want more. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. The Mets will blow it anyway, so we'll see. We'll see. we got five games coming up with the Braves uh, starting tonight, Thursday, <laughs> and nine in the next 21 days with the Braves. 20, uh, 15, I think our next 15 games are all against the um, 
the Philadelphia Filthies, um, who did improve at the deadline by acquiring uh, the clown, Noah Syndergaard. But um, that's about it for the baseball world. We will move on to wiffle ball. And um, I think you and I both want a little more about out of our Saturdays at Mid-Atlantic Wiffle Bash, Staten Island. Um, let's start in the beginning. Um, pool play, I was on one side of the field. You were on the other. I saw you guys lose, well, kind of just from the, you know, in wiffle ball, you don't need scoreboards. You just need ears. Um, yeah. I did hear the Stompers um, victorious over you guys game one. Uh, we faced game, Earl game one. They were victorious over us. Um, so just give me a little um, recap on your round robin yeah. successes and, and, and one loss. So we played Stompers round one. Uh, Gino threw against Vin Lee. Bryce Clark hit a solo homer in the first, and then that was it. We we couldn't hit Gino. We had, had guys on in every inning, but just couldn't couldn't push runner for us. Um, and then after that, we played the Dragons and the Goon Squad. Um, beat Goon Squad by ten, and then we beat the Dragons by I want to say like eight, maybe. Uh, Bucci pitched. Um, Dev through the Dragons game, so um, like after that Stompers loss, you know, bounced back well. We hit, we pitched well. Like can't complain. You got to score to win anyways. We didn't score, so um, yeah, it was pretty good pool play for us. And then uh, then I drew you guys in the first round of playoffs. Yeah, we kind of I I, I don't want to say screwed ourselves a little bit, but we were winning. Um, we lost the first game to Earl. Tough game. Kenny Junior did a Kenny Junior. You know, did what he does. Two home runs against the great Pagano, who joined us, thankfully, uh, once again, for Josh playing with us. Um, we won a tight game in game two against the Magic. And I don't want to say the guy's name right. It was a Teddy DeRoche. Uh, Teddy Dre- Dretcher. Teddy Dretcher, not DeRoche. That's a, that's a guy from the other side of the country. Um, and we won a close game there, 2-1. Wood hit a two-run homer. That Teddy's good, man. Um, yes. Noah hit a bomb off of Wood. And then game three, we played the mid-late, I'm sorry, Kalamazoo Whiffle Legion. Yep. And we were winning 5-0 late. My uh, yard teammate, Matt Ventimiglia, hit a triple off me to to score one run. Then he hit a slow dribbler, or somebody hit a slow dribbler to Josh. Somehow we didn't move the backboards. They scored two runs. And because of our runs against now being – seven instead of what it was supposed to be, which was five, I think. Um, we drew you game one in the playoffs. But, you know, we're there to play the best. We definitely got three really good pitchers um, in the first three games. And that's kind of, you know, as much as we like to win when we play, and the objective there was to get reps, uh, both for Ryan, Scott, myself, and Josh. And we got three really good pitchers in bull play, and then we got you in game one. And um, that was, you know – you play more of these games than me, I, you know, recently. I haven't played a lot of fast pitch recently. But for a, a regular season um, a regular season tournament, um, even though it was a playoff game, per se, um, that was a really good game. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of national champs in, in that game. Um, yeah, it was back and forth, you know, high scoring, crazy plays, extra innings. You know, it was awesome. It was finally good to play against Ryan Wood and um, – you know, get in the box against him because, like, that's one guy I've seen so many years. Um, so it was awesome to get in the box and, like, holy shit, I'm playing – holy crap, I'm playing Ryan Wood. You know, it was pretty awesome. And you did not waste any time introducing <laughs> yourself to him as the great hitter you are as you 
in the bottom of the first, I believe, hit a two-run home yeah. run on the first pitch you saw. Describe that. Yeah, so like uh, like I said, I've seen him play, you know, all over the highlight reels throughout the years um, on YouTube. So it was like I almost knew what was coming. Like I've seen it on YouTube so many times. So like it was it was just a weird. It was weird. Um, throws the ball extremely hard, ton of movement. But um, I I was just thinking riser drop, and then I saw his, his like back kind of tilt a little bit. So I, I figured drop was coming, and then my eyeballs exploded. It was right in my sweet spot, and Oh, great. Put one over the house. Yeah, you didn't miss that one. Um, and he didn't waste much time getting even with you. As in yeah. the top of the next inning, I drew a walk to lead off, and he hit a two-run bomb that almost knocked. I think your center fielder made contact with the ball. Otherwise, yeah, it, uh, I may have went through the wall. He hit it so hard and so low. Yeah, yeah Kenny, you know, Kenny – um. Uh, could have had a play on it. I think he, I don't know if he like over jumped that he said or something or went through his hands. I, I don't know, but I had a feeling like the moment that you walked, I was like, oh, like, and then Woods coming up, like, something's probably going to happen here. But, um, well, it's not yeah. the first time somebody pitched around me to get to Ryan and Ryan made him pass. <laughs> that's exactly it, you know. I was just, uh, I was worried about that guy, Danny Lanigan, and that's Leave what that happened. batter up to, you, you know, the last thing you wanted to do was walk him <laughs> in on four pitches. Um, it happens all the time. Um, yeah. It's, I know what it's like as a pitcher, it's like, I can't walk this guy. I can't walk this guy. What do you do? Oh, you yes. walk that guy. Um, <laughs> and then you guys took the lead again, right? Didn't you go up 3-2? Um, so we're down 2-1, and then I hit a, another home run in the fourth inning to tie it 2-2. Oh, so you, right. So yours was a solo. Ryan yeah. was a two-run shot. Yep. And, you know, I, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but you hit <laughs> a 77-foot Jam shot out to. I hit an absolute blast that almost landed in Baghdad and took down a couple buildings. That ball was an absolute missile over the left field wall. I've never saw it since then. I don't know if that it ball was, was a ever floater found. that made Ben Stance knuckleball look straight. Um, I, you know what? It was one of those things that he throws it hard. You swing hard. It doesn't come off the bat hard. The the outfielder in this case Scott Alford, who's a tremendous outfielder. Kind yeah, of jumped early. Decapitated in the name of Ryan Wood, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah, right, and and it was kind of my fault too. I did tell me a bunch of story for another day. Um, yeah. That's not the story that ends with him in the hospital. Um, he's yeah. had a couple of tough tough runs out there. Um, yeah, he he jumped early. Somehow the ball got through him. You go up to two, um, correct, and then I think we took the lead again. Yeah, then Josh hit a single, like a weird Texas leaguer single that just landed fair. It's like a humpback liner. So then you're up 3-2, and then we go into extras again, and Devin hits a check swing triple that ties the game again. Um, And then that next half inning, Vinley uh, let off with a solo homer to end it finally. Then 4-3, crazy, crazy game. A lot of offense, a lot of lead changes, extra innings like that. That was an instant classic. It was because there were some um, bombs. You hit one early. Yeah. Ryan hit one. Vin Lee hit one. There were some, um, I, I, you know, kind of as you're familiar with Yankee Stadium type home runs, um, you know, into the short porch or the, uh, you know, double a la Fenway Park off the short wall. And yeah. Left, the short monster and left. So there was some hard yep. hit balls. There were some soft hit balls. There were some really fast pitches thrown. Um, and the ultimate, you know, conclusion was you guys won uh, three to two. And this was your first game pitching, correct? 
Yeah, that was my first game. Uh, seven innings we went. And then, yeah. um, so after that, Drew Earl in the semifinals, um, and then they decided to go to the three-man lineup of Whiffman, Kenny Jr., and Connor. So I was like, man, well, this, lineup we this sucks. I got to pick the... Yeah, same lineup we faced game one. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even... I didn't even realize Rob Brutal. was the team. Um, yeah, it, it's tough, you know. But with the two-strike count, yeah. you can kind of understand why. You go to the three-man lineup, seven, you know, short fences where you really just need somebody to run into one. Um, but yeah. definitely tough to pitch against. And how'd that game go? Exactly. Yeah, so uh, that was 0-0 up on until, I want to say, the third or fourth inning. Vin Lee hit another home run, another bomb. Uh, so we won that one, one nothing. Um, was able to shut them out. Thankfully, after that high scoring game, you know, and did not go in extra innings, which was ideal. Then rolling to the finals against the Jugs, uh, cruising, rolling well. Then Lee almost hit a home run in the first inning, and then in the fourth, Stan uh hits, you know, a home run to right. I want to say it's like yeah. a screwball change, hit a home run to right. Um, like just just got over the fence. You, you hate to see it. But um, then that was it. We lost one nothing to the Jugs, but 17 innings. Um, that was a very painful day for uh, for me. Did not feel good, but feel a lot yeah, better now. It was definitely a, a you know Yankee Stadium short porch homer to right. That game, yeah, you know, I, I kind of after our game, I ran home, got my dog, we've been home all day. You know, brought the cooler back, popped the tent. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna enjoy this championship game in the shade, and the game was over in about 15 minutes. Yeah, it was fast. One nothing. We were cruising, steamrolling through people. Yeah, which is surprising considering you're playing against um, the juggernauts. And, you know, I, I think there were yeah. a lot less mountain visits than I'm used to with uh, red pitching and stance in the infield. That is true. Made yeah. for a, a lot more enjoyable viewing experience. However, it, it went so fast. It was like, oh, I kind of want more wiffle ball to watch right now. But, yeah. Um, you know, that's that's the way the season's been going for the juggernauts. And I shouldn't say just this season, but the last season, uh, last two seasons, in that they're just finding out ways to come out on top. Yeah, um, they just find ways. It's kind of like what C4 used to do. They just, like, find a way to not lose, you know, like just somehow, some way. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're playing well, um, playing really well. They won the last three tournaments, no, the last two tournaments. Um, crazy fashion, you know, come from behind games. So, yeah. Uh, you know, very, very good team. Very, very good team. Very deep team. They had the full team there on Saturday. Um, they had Ludic pitching in the uh, prelims. They had um, DNAP pitch a great semifinal game. Um, just a great game overall against the Stompers, which, you know, I, I think that game or our game was probably the best two games of the day. And I just want to – The Yaks, right? I thought, I'm sorry, not the Stompers. Yeah. No, you're right, the Yaks. Um, yeah. My apologies to, to them. Um, Skip pitched a great game. I think he had a home run. Uh, I think Potter had yeah. a home run late to tie it. Yep. Um, but it was just great to have fast pitch back in Staten Island um, at my home field. Um, and as you were alluding to when we first started the show, how you feel after fast pitch is probably the worst part about fast pitch. And people yeah. think that, like, you know, we need guys to play more fast pitch. We need guys, you know. The true national champion has to play a lot more. I, I I do agree we need to play more. I do agree that it's great to, to have a team like your team or the juggernauts who play all season. But for the older guys, it's like we, we just can't do it. We can't do it that often. Like, you know, pushing Wood to a second game 
at this stage of the season, we really didn't prepare for it. It's tough. Um, you know, we all have jobs that we have to get to on Monday. Um, kids that we have to lift up uh, when you get home and change a diaper or two. So it's harder for the older guys to do the fast pitch. Um, what are the some of the things you do um, to get the soreness out? Like, what is your throwing routine after uh, a day like Saturday? Yeah, so I I genuinely do nothing. Like, I, I may use resistance bands a little bit just to, like, stretch out certain areas that really hurt, just to, like, try and get some mobility back. But I, not much, man, honestly. Um, there's nothing, like, really specific. I kind of go by my regular day. My arm has literally been, like, immobilized, though. Like, even if I wanted to move it, I, I couldn't could not move it uh sunday monday tuesday was just awful but yeah i mean i just kind of i don't know i let it do its thing this and thankfully it comes back two three four days but yeah it's the worst feeling in the world um and you cannot consistently play fast pitch and i think back to the year like 2012 i was playing golden stick fast pitch and palisades at the same time so i would have a golden stick tournament saturday then go sunday to palisades and throw sunday consecutive days of fast pitch i it was just not smart never do that anyone out there um and yeah it's fast pitch you need a lot of time in between yeah i agree um you know i only threw one game but one thing i've tried to do um is try to get the soreness out like the you know the lactic acid that builds up so i actually threw I've never pitched in my in my life. I've never pitched fast pitch back to back days. Yard yes. medium pitch, I could do it no problem. Um, but I've never thrown at the NCT on back to back days. But I think I probably could if I only throw one game. So I threw like twenty pitches on Sunday at like fifty to seventy five percent just to try to you know get the soreness out because I do have to pitch this weekend for yard uh, playoffs. Um, and then I caddied on Sunday, which kind of got the blood flowing again. And, and you know walking eighteen holes up and down hills carrying. Ten- Two, ba- two golf bags. Didn't feel yeah. great. Didn't feel great Monday doing the same. But now it's, you know, as we record, it's Thursday. I've caddied for four days in a row. And I, I, I threw again yesterday, again, like 20 to 30 pitches. Um, so I do feel a lot better, I think, because I was active. I think I'd feel worse had I been, um, you know, just laying around. Yeah. No, it's it's tough. It's tough. But, um, yeah, a little, little bit of rest never hurts the soul. Yeah, yeah. The rest from my back is the worst thing. I just get kind of stiff when I don't like after I came on vacation, I kind of rested for a few days because I wasn't working. And all of a sudden, my back was all out of whack from just laying around. But everybody's got their own um, remedies for their soreness. Um, And I guess you have one Mid-Atlantic tournament left now, Ocean City, Maryland. Is that correct? Before playoffs? Yep. Yeah, next weekend's Ocean City, Maryland. Tomorrow, MLW, the All-Star Game video is coming out at um, 4 o'clock. Uh, insane, insane game. I, I can't give away what happens. I will say, though, one of the craziest plays I've ever seen in my life happened. So definitely tune in for that sick game. Uh, Going to be great content tomorrow, 4 o'clock, MLW Wiffle Ball. That's pretty good. Pretty good. So you haven't been doing much traveling as uh, – you know, a week ago Sunday, you were at uh, Yard in, in Long Island, and then uh, this past Saturday, obviously, you're in Staten Island. So, you know, not much travel in the last couple of weeks. Um, has it been good to be kind of, I wouldn't say home, but, you know, Staten Island for me was home. I could roll out of bed and be there in five minutes, but um, closer to home. Has it been enjoyable the last couple of weeks? Yeah, it's been very nice. Um, uh, it, it got in a moment there, like going to Michigan and then going to Pittsburgh. Like it, it, was, it was a lot, but um, 
now that I say that, uh, Monday I fly out to Michigan for my last MLW series. We play the Metro Magic. And then next weekend as well is Ocean City. So be uh, Michigan on Monday, probably till maybe Wednesday. Come back and then go to Ocean City for the MAW tournament. Um, so it's going to be a jam-packed couple days coming up. And we'll preview that one, uh, the Ocean City, Maryland tournament next week. We'll talk a little Ocean City as um, – I, I, I don't want to say I'm the self-proclaimed expert in Ocean City, but I think I've probably been there more than anybody. Um, yeah. And it's one of my favorite places. Unfortunately, next weekend just doesn't work for me to go down there and play wiffle ball. Um, we got Kenny Chesney um, at MetLife Stadium next Saturday, the 13th. Oh, throw off. Kenny Chesney over Come wiffle on, ball. Come on, man. Throw no, it's not really just over wiffle. There's a Absolutely. lot of reasons. But I am looking Kenny forward Chesney's to seeing Kenny. Ball. But Kenny Chesney is a legend. Guys, a bum. He is the soundtrack of summer. Um, but any any other remarks for Staten Island? Any other like highlights? I mean, you've now played the Jugs how many times this year? Um, a lot. Every tournament. Yeah, every single tournament. And um, how many times have you faced Red? That was our second time this year. Okay, because I wasn't yeah. sure if he was going to pitch because it looked like um, McElrath was getting loose as well. Um, and, you know, doing, yeah. But I, um, guess, I guess they just – Yeah, I mean, he threw well the last time. We we beat him one nothing. Then Lee had a double and then a single. But um, Red pitched well. Absolutely. And is there any um, – was there any thought as you were in your third game? And I know we're kind of jumping back into the uh, Wiffle Bash recap here. Uh, yeah. But this was a question I wanted to get to, but I never got to. Was there any thought of being that you had thrown two games in a row, giving the ball to um, one of your less used pitchers, whether it be Vin or Devin, uh, for the championship? No, nah, there was there's no did not come into my mind. I I felt like I was throwing the ball while I wasn't in any pain. Um, I wanted to win that diamond belt more specifically, but yeah, no, nah, like not not a shadow of doubt. I know Dev didn't throw a lot. Vin threw a pool play, so Vin was out, but. I felt like I was throwing well. I, I really started figuring out like my changeups, and once that happened, like I, I kind of felt like just felt good, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, 17 innings, not ideal. But I mean, it's not something I have not done before. I feel like I could have kept throwing if I needed to, but um, right. the recovery is just not fun, you know. Thankfully, it was a hot day, like so you able to get loose easily. Yes. But um, 100%. probably playing every weekend helps too. Right, because your arm's in shape for that. And, and one final question in regards to Wiffle Bash. Again, sorry, um, had, had to jump into this. Um, what was it like facing your phenomenal teammate, Mr. Josh Pagano? Um, it was very weird, especially with him wearing the suspect's jersey. You know, it, it was just an awful sight, absolutely horrendous to see. It's a good look. But, um, you know, in 2020, not only um, did we win the national championship, we came in second. Um, and I forget which guys did it. Um, they ranked the uniforms. And I, I do think we should have been the first because the other team, their shorts didn't match. Um, but that's a story for another day. But we came in second on best uniforms. Yeah. So at least it was a nice uniform. Yeah, it was it was all right. But, yeah, I mean, it was good, like, for us to get good reps in, for Josh to play good fast pitch competition and, and definitely throw again. Like, it's only going to be – it's only going to benefit us come October. Um, so, yeah, but – Hopefully that's the last time we ever have to play against each other because it was not ideal. 
Yeah, he's um, he's quite the competitor, quite the warrior. I know he was disappointed um, with how things went on Saturday because, you know, we didn't come out on top, and that's what you expect from any uh, true champion. But um, yes. it was that was my second time playing with him, um, and he, hey, he looked good in uh, in, in the yeah. prospects. Jersey. Listen, we do appreciate <laughs> rivalries. We do appreciate him in the Phenom's jersey, and we are looking forward to facing both him and you. Um, come October in York. Yeah, it's going to be sick tournament, best tournament in the world. It's going to be awesome. And that's the road. That's this is the road to, uh, you know, this podcast is the the road uh, following Jordan's steps all season long to York. Uh, registration has begun for those listening at home. I believe we are at like seventy five percent capacity already. I think we had twenty teams sign up on the first day. Yeah, great. Um, so if you haven't registered yet, you definitely want to do that because we are capped at 40. Um, your team signed up. I believe. Did you guys sign up? Yeah, we signed up yesterday. Oh, right, right. You did sign up. I, my team is signed up. Um, a lot of great teams out there have signed up. Um, and, you know, so that's really what we're going to be talking about uh, going forward um, as it, it does, you know, a, a, as much as I look forward to it, as you and I know, as phys ed teachers, uh, you know, once that cl- that calendar turns August, it gets closer to September and the return to work. So let's not talk about that. Um, yeah. We, we need the summer to stay. But, um, you know, there are some highlights in the fall. Um, but it is time for the fastest uh, 30 seconds or 60 seconds, depending on how many questions I have, in wiffle ball. Um, and as I do this, I'm walking my dog. So first couple questions. You ready for the hot seat, by the way? Yeah, let's, uh, let's go. All right. Do you have any animals? I do. I've got a genius um, seven-year-old cat, Sage Robles. She's a true mastermind and a very good cat. Sage Robles? Yep. So you are cats over dogs? I love all animals, but I've just always had cats. You know, walking a dog in the wintertime when it's got, like, real feel, negative 15. I've never really wanted to do that. You know, I love dogs, but cats are great. don't need to walk them. They're independent, you know. All right, if you've got a dog, what kind of dog would you get? Oh, German Shepherd, absolutely. Like, Red has uh, two German Shepherd dogs. I was there when he got a second dog from Michigan. Um, so definitely German Shepherd dogs are the best. They're geniuses as well. Uh, if someone ever tried to rob your house and you got that dog laying around, it's going to be a problem for that guy. So if somebody ever things. tried to take a glass of milk from your refrigerator, the German Shepherd would, you know, put that yeah. person on the ground. Those things are, are beasts of animals, great animals. What would you name your German Shepherd? Uh, Ricky Rose Robles. That would be that's gonna be the future name of my dog once I get it. Probably once I retire, move to the beach. Me, Ricky Rose Robles, Sage, couple more cats. And just live my life in peace. What's Ricky Rose? Uh, don't worry about it. It's a story for another time. Uh, where are you gonna retire to? What beach? Uh, maybe Daytona. No, definitely not in Florida. Uh, maybe Laguna Beach in California. You know, it was a great TV show growing up. So maybe I retire there. Me and my dogs, and uh, just enjoy the California life. Laguna Beach. You were a fan of Laguna Beach, the TV show. I wouldn't say I was a fan. I just remember growing up. What other beaches are there in California? Laguna Beach, Venice Beach. Uh, I've never been to the great, the great state of California. Have you been to California? No, nah, never. But. Yeah, I've never been west of as a, a nice dump truck drives by. Um, thank yeah. you for that. I've never been west of, I guess, Vegas. Oh, uh, yeah, me, me too. So Laguna Beach, big fan of. When I was in college, I was in um, spring break in Acapulco, Mexico, which now is even like off limits for um, 
Americans because it's the crime so bad there, but they were filming an MTV show and the guy Steven from Laguna Beach was walking around and, and some drunk kid from college, from you know some spring break school uh, steered him into the pool in his full outfit and Damn. all the sound equipment on. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. That's my Laguna Beach story. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jeez, now we got an ambulance going by. A lot going on. We will yeah, take 30 seconds short. Um, thank you, as always, for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Summer of Jordan podcast. Um, it, it's been, I guess, eight weeks now. We have, um, and we're back on the air. Uh, hopefully, the ambulance that drove by was getting to um, somebody in need, and they're doing well. But once again, just recapping, um, thanks for joining us, Jordan. Thanks to our li- listeners on the National Whiffle um, chain of podcasts. I think we're still being picked up by the Holy Commutes guys. It's been a pleasure to be part of that network as well. Um, Jordan, good luck with your weekend. Not, not much going on, right? Yeah, no, nothing. Uh, MLW All-Star video comes out tomorrow. Nothing this weekend. Michigan Monday and then Ocean City on the weekend. Sweet. And good luck to all the teams playing in the Golden Stick Yard playoffs this weekend. Um, Obviously, the enemy is the number one seed. If we're lucky enough to make it that far, we would face them in the uh, quarterfinals, I believe, which is pretty early. Uh, we just didn't play enough events to get a lot of points. but um, Or we didn't really do too well at those events. Depends on how you look at it. I would probably say a little bit of both. Um, but thanks again for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure that you give us some feedback. And, uh, Jordan, enjoy your weekend. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Yep, sounds good. You too. Have a good one. Thank you.